Hello and welcome to Hey Art, What's Good? We are a podcast based in the north of England uh, when we just like to talk about art and what might be good with it. This is part two of Middlesbrough. It is. Last week we did an episode about Pineapple Black on this little kind of arts trail that we went on in Middlesbrough a couple of weeks ago. And yeah, my name is Rosie. I was going to say, hey, who are we? I'm Alice. <laughs> <laughs> um, you should know this. If not... Welcome. Yes. And uh, yeah, one thing we'd like to do to start these episodes off is to check in with ourselves and see what's good. What is good with me is that I'm now a domesticated bitch and (laughs) (laughs) I live in a new house. I've just moved and I've, this is a small thing, but it's a small thing to keep the will go around. So I just unpacked all my books and organized all of them in on like one bootcase so a proper big edit and it's like all organized i know where everything is and it's so yeah that's what's good like a little bit of organization in my life that is really good because i i do love being organized i do love bootcases contrary to popular belief popular (laughs) belief being your belief from that one time i had a really miserable bookshelf (laughs) she tried to have a bootcase she's the only person who has to try well do you know what it is because all my books are back up home and i'm not going to get me like me dad to fucking lug a ton of books and i wasn't gonna buy new books because i was poor so then why have a bookshelf because i had like three <laughs> so i'm gonna put them somewhere i'm not gonna put books. them in a drawer put them like kind of on a shelf i suppose <laughs> it was also a chest of drawers yeah well, it was it was on a shelf <laughs> so there's that <laughs> what about you what's good well what's good with me is uh i mentioned last week in well in last week's episode that uh did doc fest um and true alice does doc fest style i didn't watch a single film while i was there it's the largest documentary film festival in the uk never managed to catch a film because i was too busy however one thing you can do if you've got a delegate pass or if by proxy you're a staff member who has like an actual like pass system uh they've got doc player which basically means for like up to I think it's three months after the festival. You can just watch some some of the documentaries that That's were in the festival so cool. online. It's not all of them, but there are 115 on there. Whoa. Which is quite a few. That is a lot. Um, some of them are ones that didn't maybe make the official selection to be shown in cinemas, but a lot of them are. Um, but I watched one that I really wanted to go see, but I missed it because me and my friends were on a, a fun night out instead yeah. uh, called Romantic Comedy. So it's a documentary about romantic comedies and it's really cool. It's like, I think it's the first film by this filmmaker and i cannot remember her name but i'll put a i'll put a link somewhere or or i'll tweet about it or something um but i think she's a musician and she's in a band and uh the event i really wanted to go see at the festival was um had a live score by this band because they've written music for the film so there's like bits like just showing different clips of different rom-coms and like singing about like the theme or whatever of like that section is really cool i'll send you a link to this watch it uh, but it's a cool doc. Uh, I love the occasional rom-com. This movie points out obviously all of the problematic elements of them. Yeah. But it kind of it's a kind of like a self-reflection because the filmmakers like I know it's all like like kind of um, like bad. It's like got lots of like negative themes and like kind of if you follow them to a T, you won't be a good person. You won't be a happy person. But just keep on drawn to them. So it's just really yeah. kind of cool her exploring that and navigating that. Ooh. So it's just cool. I'm down. Yeah. So. Actually, do you know that I've been watching, talking about like documentaries that are like kind of reflective, like self-reflective even. Mm-hmm. I've been really, really into documentaries recently and I've been into documentaries because I like true crime. 
true crime documentaries where it goes into depth about the impact the media has upon a case yes because i just watched the maddie mccann series on netflix which was all right i also recently watched a documentary about amanda knox yeah i watched that one on netflix i do not remember this at all i know the name amanda knox but i don't remember anything about it oh interesting weird that i don't remember anything though kind of yeah it's like a massive thing right oh and the but they even like in this it's a netflix i'm sure it's a netflix documentary or it's on netflix but like this poor woman yeah who's just it's just like it's just the press it's the kind of this it was really interesting with that's if you're gonna watch the mccann one that's you watch it because of the insight to what the media did and how they made it so high profile yeah and like really that's the only new thing that it offers as far as maddie mccann goes but that's interesting it's interesting to see like the role like well yeah the media including the documentary you are watching about it play Mm -hmm. so cool documentaries are cool yeah love a good documentary (laughs) so any documentary recommendations and we are here Mm -hmm. we want we will give and receive yeah please hell yeah to assist a baby thank you (laughs) (laughs) remember your manners (laughs) so let's talk about some art that's so as Rosie said at the beginning we are doing a part two to our like Middlesbrough creative factory art trail thing um so our first stop was at Pineapple Black which we talked about last episode if you haven't heard it go back catch up do all that stuff like proper podcasters or whatever who hey. do series like yeah <laughs> it's like pause this open that in a new tab listen to that come back that's a lot of effort so you don't have to but you know whatever you want to do yeah we're not here to tell you what to do no hell no live your life yeah <laughs> you do you <laughs> um so we're going to talk about the next two places oh, well the only other two places that I went to on this trail first up was the auxiliary which one cool name and two um cool space like yeah. apparently the auxiliary is a project that i think has existed since 2016 and it's been in like a smaller space which i don't know where it is but it's basically kind of like an artist-led organization where they can work with artists and like the community i think and just do cool art things and like experiment and all yeah. that kind of stuff they've just got a big old warehouse which they've yeah. turned into a cool ass space that had an amazing pun written on it that i hope they never get rid it, of oh, i loved it. and it was funny because we were walking to this place basically we were just following people who had left yeah, we had black. no idea where we were going <laughs> i think we just assumed if someone's leaving pineapple black now it would be good to be to go to the next place because that would make sense so we're like right we'll just follow this mildly autistic looking person see where they're going like oh they've got a cool tote bag they must be going to an art thing so <laughs> we did that and we saw people in this building and we're like is this the auxiliary? There's no signs anywhere that indicates it's an art space, the but there was a sign. massive, wonderful sign that said "Affordable Home Interiors," which is my favorite homeware-based pun ever. <laughs> Affordable. Affordable. And How it, did that business go under? Right. I don't know. I mean, like, not good, but like there's an art space in it now so yeah it's like not the worst but you know but i'm really sad that didn't work <laughs> maybe maybe it worked really well uh-huh. they had to upscale ah that's why okay cool that i'm not gonna sense. google it i'm not gonna shatter this illusion there, so. there's no indication of what the name of this business was no just, but it was just affordable beers <laughs> <laughs> to it <laughs> so yeah it's the the space is 
just a full-on warehouse yeah. it's so nice in there mm-hmm. like it's like Masai, yeah and it's still like a factory all art spaces can be a little bit rough and ready mm-hmm. but as an art space i reckon it's gonna be really like adaptable it's yeah. big there's and there's lots of different rooms to it mm-hmm. so you can do lots of different i imagine lots of different stuff can happen but then it also has what looked like art space like studio space yeah like i think one of yeah. them was already taken but there are they're like pretty spacey aren't yeah. they i imagine like, they could be shared yeah probably or if you want like tons of space yourself yeah so that was like a lovely kind of addition that like i don't even know if we were really meant to have a nosy around there but we did we did and there was just as a venue it's cool because it was like a bar there was a space for a band to be set up yes and there was like all the instruments there so i don't know if that was yeah, happening like a live performance or, or something it's cool yeah there was someone live painting the wall in that yep. space which and looked cool the art was again a nice range it was everything from kind of massive wall-based stuff to series of drawings mm-hmm. and paintings audiovisual work sound pieces yeah sound piece was cool there's um photography lots of different like types of photography because it was kind of something that looked like yeah. an x-ray which would we talked about it it was a photogram i yes. believe which i can't quite remember where it is but that i think that was by a photo collective based then, in Middlesbrough called wax which is a ooh, cool name because and they were big as well yeah like so, it was like like a massive like roll coming down the wall yeah and there was like some like stuff on a light box and stuff on the floor and each of the cool. spaces that exhibited work were really different so the main like when you first walk in in the main room big tall ceilings think you're classic like warehouse mm-hmm. space but then you go off to so to the right of you is kind of what could be studio spaces and to the left there's it kind of like goes down this ramp and there's a little door that goes to kind of more like lower ceiling kind of more traditional rooms i think there's a staircase yeah. that goes up to somewhere and then if you keep going just kind of down this slope past that door that's where the bar is and the venue and even smaller rooms mm-hmm. so lots going on yeah. this is like an exciting new space for this project yeah which i've so never much heard of so i'm like Same. ready to kind of keep track of what they're up to because mm-hmm. as, as we've established before we're just we're gonna be coming back and forth to middlesbrough Apparently, all the time now yeah. it's who we are i guess <laughs> who knew honorary <laughs> t-siders hey. although technically og t-sider oh yeah <laughs> you're going home <laughs> Adam said that once he introduced us to his friend who was actually from like North Yorkshire and he pointed obviously he, we were born in the same but uh, obviously we were born in the same place but he introduced us as a proper North Yorkshire lass I'm like <laughs> well you know that's not true but none of that's true <laughs> but anyway I digress um yeah it was a, a cool mix of um different artworks in this exhibition that was on at the auxiliary um my favorite which I think we both quite quite liked was like as soon as you went in on the your immediate left really on this wall was just like dozens really of um like drawings all kind of like A4 I think they were in frames I think they were a little bit bigger than A4 maybe slightly bigger than A4 but um they're all drawings of like beautiful like Icelandic landscapes generally like in the kind of dusk to dark like range which like from a distance they looked like super photorealistic didn't they oh, i yeah. thought so anyway they look like grainy photographs yeah which like would make sense because they're all kind of like at night time however no if you go up to them you see that one the drawings but two the drawn in a really interesting way so it's kind of like 
imagine you've just kind of like got a ruler and you've cross-hatched everything but in like really really neat sort of yeah. things but obviously you would have to like apply pressure at certain points to like give the outlines of like the mountains or the lights or whatever and it reminds me of almost the process of how a printer works oh. like do you know a printer does a line at a time oh like an actual like yeah yeah yeah, yeah like a computer printer yeah like it kind of looks like that but the like, like analog version of that yeah <laughs> which is uh, so cool i wonder if it was done like that but probably not yeah i wonder like if that's something that you could do by um by um like a machine like if you could program oh, like a machine because yeah. if you ooh, can't do that right remember segue don't remember the artist is so this isn't gonna be that fun for anyone listening but for you this could be interesting <laughs> rosie remember when we went to the the helix arts um hadadi thing yes and there was that dude who did stuff like that it was like kind of cubist he weird oh, yeah, futuristic he like yeah he, he programmed this like oh. yeah so like this dude uh sorry i cannot remember your name uh he programmed this like i was gonna call it a 3d printer it's not it's like a thing with an arm where you can like attach a pencil to it and he created uh, like 3D models and scenes. I don't know if they were procedurally generated, but he basically created that and then kind of saved it out as like just a black and white, like monochrome image. And then he had that as an input to this machine. So it could kind of do some, a similar thing, like using just straight lines yeah. and like going back and forth and applying pressure at certain points, like to recreate these images and looks just cool. Yeah. I wonder if this was done like that. Yeah. Which was one super impressive, anyways. But then also, if it was done by hand, I'd be like, "How could you possibly do also that?" Also impressive. Yeah, because <laughs> it, it wasn't just black and white. It was like colors and shades and gradients yeah. and all that kind of cool stuff. So and what it were was they sick. Um, it was like uh, Icelandic-y kind of landscapes. Oh, I haven't even said the artist's name. How dare I? <laughs> Leslie Hicks. <laughs> Too excited. Uh, I was very excited. It was really cool. But yeah, uh, Leslie Hicks and the series is called Northern Lights. Oh. I was like, I guess Northern Lights are up in Iceland. That's a thing. And there was loads of these. It was a massive wall with like a yeah. grid of them. Yeah. And pits, like I'll put pictures on Yes, because we have favourites, as yes. we always do. So we will post our favourites because <laughs> we chose them. So... And yeah, that's as just mentioned before, a fun thing to do at our things. Yeah, if especially you're with if it's someone all in else. One, like if it's like a one person's like piece, but it's made up of tons of different pieces. Yeah. It's kind of just cool. See, me and my mum do it when we go to like National Trust manor houses and stuff, and we go into like a room of all these like luxurious things, and we have to choose which one we want. The like, room or the thing? The th- out of every room, we have to choose a thing. Ah, you have to choose ooh, your favorite thing that's in the room. Tough. So it's kind of like that game, but different. I like it. I like it. Because I think you introduced me to this aspect of exhibition <laughs> yeah. going. So. And it's nice if you're with a friend and like if you're comfortable in art galleries and museums, but you're with a friend who maybe isn't or a child, someone younger or just someone who's in a bad mood. I don't know. Um, <laughs> you can kind of coax them round by just being like, what's your favorite thing? Yeah. Like, what's your favorite in this room? And then they have to start looking and thinking and yeah. find their answer. So yeah, good way to engage. It is. It's good. Um, but that was my overall kind of favourite aspect of the exhibition. Yeah, what was yours, Rosie? Mine was a video. And I feel like I hardly ever say my favourite was video pieces. Yeah. But this was cool. And it was actually a video of someone painting. So Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this was immediately kind of if you walked in the room and turned right to the far right of this of the main space was kind of a little alcove that was used as a cinema space yeah it's like a nice little kind of cubby yeah yeah cubby that's cute and there's a little <laughs> bench um and it was a 
video by Gabriella Hearst, was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and... What's the name of it, Rosie? Mm. <laughs> it looks Frenchy, but it's, it's called... in Germany. So Force Majeure. I would say so, yeah. Okay, that's we're gonna go with that that title. Yeah, that I just said. <laughs> uh, basically, imagine a beautiful rural seascape. So, like this woman stood on this like grassy mound, looking over the ocean, with an easel. And Rather she, picturesque. Yeah, lovely, gorgeous. Looks kind of cold, but like in a very lovely, like romantic way. Mm-hmm. And she's in like a long dress and long sleeves with like a collar and like a hair up. Like, and she, like oldie timey almost. It's kind of reminiscent of like a costume drama potentially <laughs> with her easel and like a, yeah, it's, it's lovely. But it's a quite a long video I recall. I thought it was like, because we couldn't watch all of it. We just had snippets of it as we were like around the art gallery. Mm. But it's this, the woman is the artist. So it's... Gabriella Hearst trying to paint a storm as the storm is happening. So she's like on this cliff battling against the wind and like howling like rain and it's just Yeah, and you've the sound in the video like just the sound just... from the camera and it's just <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for your ears, that might be really loud. Future Alice will make sure that's not too loud. Oh good. Kind to our little ear holes. Uh but it was just funny i mean it, it was, was like a fun comment on like art being in the heart of something and part of something yeah and, i mean it's cool it's a cool process and it's cool to capture it and then it's like what is the art is the art the video or is it the art she creates is this just showing us how the art was made or is the art that she makes in the video discarded at the end because the real art is the video and like um, good to think about i would have liked to see the artwork though yeah like if it was like on the other wall or something that like would be that would have been pretty cool but who knows maybe it was could have been part of it but a curator didn't want it or might have been blown away by that storm who knows <laughs> so yeah i think that was my favorite yeah nice it was pretty sick should we have some honorable mentions we should have some honorable mentions um, I think uh, first and foremost is the audio piece you're talking about. Yeah. So this is the piece like when you go in, this is the big space. You go left, you ignore the cute little room with the photograms and you go straight down the slope to this other little room. With the bar? You go past you the go bar? You go past the bar straight on till morning and there's, <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's this audio piece called The North Will Rise Again by Declan Ackroyd and Thomas Tyler. And it's just bizarre it was cool so there was like technically wall-based stuff there's like two canvases that looked like they were just kind of smeared in mud that might be really yeah. reductive of me but i don't know what it was <laughs> but they, yeah they look very minimal yeah um and neutral as well yeah quite neutral kind of goes because like the walls weren't white they were kind of like yellowy like kind of yeah, like, this is like a stone like i remember oh, like yes. bricks yeah, and yeah, yeah. stone and stuff like, this is like industrially cold and, yeah, yeah. Um, so I think Declan Ackroyd did the paintings, um, and, uh, Thomas Tyler did the music and I don't know if music is the right word. It's definitely sound. And it's like, it's like when you go in the room, you can feel it through the floor. It just vibrates through ears. Like Absolutely. a speaker on the floor, which with like a, it had like a top over it or something, didn't it? Yeah. And yeah, it was just vibrating through the floor. And um, to quote the little like leaflet-y thing that was there, 
um, it's sound in the form of a monotonous and abrasive uh, bass frequencies uh, made available through tuning into retired AV signals via obsolete technologies. And it's just cool. It says um, it could be read as a nod to the industrial stand and still present in the Northeast culture. And that's kind of like, yeah, that's like a common theme I think we've seen in some exhibitions that we've caught in Middlesbrough. Because obviously yeah, Middlesbrough, Middlesbrough is a very industrial city with a really like strong industrial heritage and it's important to include that i think when you talk about like especially contemporary art because it's like the industrial era isn't over and the elements of it that are over like there's consequences of that and like we talked a lot about that mm-hmm. uh in the first episode we did about middlesbrough i think which is when me and amy went to platform a gallery because it's like lots of that was what that whole thing was that was all about the industrial narrative yeah. um but I just really like this piece. It was weird and cool and it was nice to stand in that room and just get like all my, my organs vibrated about. Yeah, it was very, <laughs> very strange. And it was like, yeah, it's abstract sound. Yeah. And I love the word soundscape. I do yeah. not understand it really, truly in its full capacity, but I like that word. And it seems to apply. In the same way I like dreamscape. Ooh. Yeah, that's a nice word. Yeah. Like a nice concept. Ooh. That was very concept. cool. I think and my honourable mention is going to be... A piece by Nick Kennedy, I think. Ooh. I think that's who it was. It was a plinth in the middle of the main room. And it's quite a small piece because there's a lot of big work going on. Yeah. But there's this just bell jar. I think it's under a bell jar. Some, uh, it looks like a bell jar. Um, and it was. it looked like the mechanisms of a clock mm-hmm. that were going round. And but as they went, they were like dragging what looked like graphite or something around. So it was making like a pattern that was kind of growing as the clock kind of ticked i guess or as the mechanism went round but i just love that sort of thing i love art that like makes itself exactly and this reminds me of something i saw years and years ago at the baltic which was hella cool and i don't know anything about the exhibition or the art this the whoa (laughs) totally (laughs) forgot what to say i forgot to say my own profession there (laughs) wow (laughs) it's been a long day yeah um but it was this work where it was like a fruit bowl. So think like on a table, a wooden table with a fruit bowl on it, like a very traditional still life. But do you know how you can make batteries out of fruit? Yes. So it was fruit batteries that were powering tiny little saws that were soaring through the legs of the table. So eventually the artwork could, would completely destroy itself. That's awesome. Right. So like that's what this kind of reminded me Ooh, of. Ooh, that's pretty cool. Yeah honorable mentions nice yeah yeah it's awesome yeah it's just and there's obviously so much more stuff like rosie said there was lots of massive artwork so there's just an entire massive wall painted in these cool block colors yeah um but yeah it's just like exciting to see what else could be done there because it's such a unique space and it's cool as you say it's cool to like see what middlesbrough is bringing to the table because it seems to have such a different like artistic and creative voice to oh, yeah. Newcastle and Tyneside. I want to say like so a like, lot of the stuff we've seen there is like just really quite different to the stuff oh, we've seen yeah. in town and it's just cuz I've never really thought of it that way. I was like, "Oh yeah, cool northern art, but obviously like there's like categories and sections and like yeah. Like where you are from can obviously very much influences what you do and how you do it." So and I've never really thought that it is help cuz I know Newcastle gets neglected a lot of the time. But Middlesbrough more so Mm. and I think 
I've noticed more that Newcastle has the potential to be more of like an international player or um, I don't know, just to have more opportunities, which isn't fair, basically. Mm. So it's nice to like go and support Middlesbrough and like appreciate what it is doing and how it is growing and that it will be, be like it's going to become like a competitor. Oh, yeah. Almost for like the art world in Newcastle. And it's like, let's like, harness it now yeah, let's some, like help it grow yeah, and grow together that. And, yeah and part of that is definitely hun which is the final Ooh, thing yeah. that we went to go see and hun is something i found it on instagram when it was like before it launched it was just something i saw and it was all i saw about it on social media was that it was promoting the work of young female artists in the northeast and yes. i'm like boom ticks all my boxes <laughs> done and it's like lovely pink marketing yeah and it's that aesthetic it's so good and it's hun if you haven't heard of it is essentially just a series of art parties art opportunities events and zines kind of one-off events mm-hmm. for and it's, it's an art party we talk about art parties a lot we do do but that. it was our hun is an art party celebrating female creatives in the north yes and that's all you need to know it is and yes. this particular hun was in hit the bar hit the bar yeah in middlesbrough bar just next to the train station bab yeah so it's now going to be where i wait for my train <laughs> or where i go for my drinks after i've got like after i've got off the train oh there you go <laughs> so it, that's just good to know but it was it was really nice. It was fun. We were so tired. Mm-hmm. And again, cast your minds back. Alice was very ill a yes. few weeks ago. This was on that day. Yes. And neither of us were drinking. And we were very tired. <laughs> and like, I feel like I wish I hadn't been so tired when we got there. Mm-hmm. But it was just one of those things. And we can't beat ourselves up for it. And it was a nice place to chill out because it it's was. just in a bar. And you can, it's really casual to just like chill around some art. There were some yeah. awesome people. Um, and that's something we've always said. The people in Middlesbrough are fab. Like we just had a chat with just several strangers that night, yeah. which is lovely. Really nice. Like people just came up to us and started chatting. Mm-hmm. And it was lush. Like people that, it's like nice friends for the night. I like yeah, that. Just it is. If I ever see them again, I would chat to them again. Yeah. That's lovely. And I've noticed I've started doing that as well. I'm becoming that person who'll just chat to a stranger if they're standing next to us, which I think is nice. That's a nice quality to have. Yeah. That's I'm, what's good. I'm very approachable, I think. Oh, that's people, nice. People come talk to me a lot, so I think, I think it's a good way to be. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like it. But, well, you um, do have a podcast. Talking's like important to what who you are and what you do. That is true. <laughs> I do do that um but i mean case in point we were having to sit nursing our uh lime and sodas <laughs> hell yeah we were and um there was some work by an artist um like just in front of her called uh, louisa dodsworth and she's kind of like a like a pattern print kind of yeah. maker so i could like, definitely well well this is what we're going to talk about yeah. i imagine i could definitely see her work in like fabric Yes, and I would love that, in fact. So much so that we very much kind of, like, decided what kind of... Uh, What's what? Exactly, what is what. So there's, like, just these designs were all adorable. These were things that I think would make like, really nice, like, wrapping paper or wallpapers. Um, or I could, like, fashion my entire wardrobe. Or you can fashion your entire wardrobe out of it. Like, for example, it was a really nice one. Um, 
it's like different types of fruit, like kind of like orange peels and like maybe it's like some little berries and like little herbs and stuff. And these are all like remarkably set of colours, kind of like not quite pastel, but not not pastel. Yeah, and they're, they're like, like nice textured kind of and... prints. Um, well, I thought that one worked really well on like just a shirt, like just a normal like button up sort of shirt. Yes, we'll obviously put pictures of all these so you can envision this. Yes, so I think Instagram. that's quite important. Hello. Yeah, there's <laughs> okay. like a what I would describe as a zebra print that's like pink, and then the print itself is like blue and white. Mm-hmm. Like that would be a skirt. I want that in an mm-hmm. A-line skirt. Yeah, I can see you wearing that skirt. There's like a more like cosmic one with like constellations and stars and suns and things and moons. I'd have that in like a floaty dress. Mm-hmm. And then there was this like blue background with like plants. Yeah. Almost like William Morris, but Ooh. not at all. And kind of like um mirror imagey yeah. sort of stuff. And they're like pink and blue flowers, green leaves on this like teal. Is that a teal background, would you say? Or like a turquoise? Um, maybe somewhere between teal and turquoise. Yeah. And it's just super bright, floaty pants. That's what mm, I want. Yeah, and I can see you wearing those floaty pants as well. Thank you. And then there was one I really liked. It's like a pink background with just tons of different types of boobs on it. Yes. I think that'll be an amazing tote bag. Titty tote bag. A tit tote bag. Tit tote. A tit tote, if totally you will. Tits. <laughs> <laughs> totally tits. That's amazing. And that's what will be written on it. it uh, absolutely. So what I'm hearing is Mitch uh-huh. will like collab <laughs> with this artist. What's her name? Uh, Louisa Dodsworth. Louisa Dodsworth. Louisa Dodsworth. Get in touch. <laughs> <laughs> Call us out on our bluff. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of tote bags though, uh, there were tote bags at this event yeah. hand printed by the organisers. Uh, so the organisers, uh, we actually got to meet them. Yeah. Very, very lovely, lovely ladies. ladies. <laughs> <laughs> lovely ladies. But uh, Hun is kind of curated and founded by uh, Holly Galloway and Cat Mud. And we had a, had a good chat with them. They're lovely. Yeah. And they hand printed a bunch of just Hun tote bags, which were available for donations. And Rosie got one. I got one. It's lovely. It's and black. It's nice. And it's got the white logo. But you can get them on a white background. And you can also get them with pink. I and wanted to get it with pink, but I had zero money because I'm a millennial who doesn't <laughs> carry cash. So... <laughs> Yes. next time next i will make time. sure to get some money out before i go yeah support local creatives Indeed. and i'll like promote them yeah well. and it's just a nice tool it's a lovely little logo it's design lovely. it's just like hun kind of like kind of cursive font yeah just like, lovely and like no capital isn't it it's all mm. lowercase yeah all lowercase nice. because millennials stop, baby stop saying millennials alice it's like i'm a millennial and i know what we do <laughs> <laughs> it is like that isn't it <laughs> yeah just Oh, and there was part of the event. So there was the art, obviously, mm-hmm. and there's a bar. Yes, and there was the art tote, and the mingling. Tote bags and merchandise. And cookies. Cookies with like homemade cookies with pink icing, which Indeed. was on brand. Um, But there was also a band. Yeah. And there was like a, a female-led, mostly female. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're all. I think they're girl. I would oh, recall in the, the description of the Facebook group is girl remember. with lots of Oz. Yeah, so an all girl punk band from Leeds called Venus. Right, everything in that sentence was spawn. <laughs> everything, <laughs> and yeah. So and also they were selling their merch, which was cool. Again, had no money, but uh, there was like a cool like raglan, like you know, like film baseball tees. And I was yeah. like, oh, those American t-shirts. Yes, <laughs> but they were cool. Like sometimes I just love like 
punky things where people scream in your ear but only when like girls sing really because that's, that's yeah. all i need like ooh, i've talked i think i talked to you about this on on that night there's a game called gone home which is like one of those kind of narrative story games where it's like i'd literally spent okay this is a segue but <laughs> i'll play this game it's basically you walk around this house and you've just come home and then you kind of like uncovering a story because like your parents are out and you find out your little sister's run away and you're gonna try and figure out why that happened yes so you're going through all her stuff and it's like set in like the mid 90s i think and your sister's got all these like punk Cassettes cassette there, tapes yeah. so you can put them on while you're looking around the house and it's by a band called bratmobile and it's kind of like that yeah. it's a kind of really thrashy feministy like punky screaming at you sort of stuff perfect that's all i wanted yeah girl power girl power indeed and venus are awesome and it was just because we were <laughs> we said so many times we're gonna get the next train and then we just didn't never did so i'm kind of glad we didn't because we would have missed this band yeah. if we did so we did manage to catch a good few songs so that was lovely so i think the main goal really is next time we do hern to not be ill and Ooh. not be tired mm-hmm. because we just had a day yeah and i think next time we need to like make the night of it <gasps> we could get a hotel yeah Ooh. so i think we're gonna do it properly next time Ooh. and that's what i'm looking forward to oh yeah i'm gonna cop <laughs> out and say that's also what i'm looking forward to because it's gonna be so good so this is the way we like to end these podcasts yeah. um we like to say something I'm looking forward to doing and that's a really cool thing and i am looking forward to doing that i think the ne- i believe the next one is sometime in autumn because they seem to do like seasonal it seems to be quite seasonal because there was a spring one which i think coincided with international women's day this was the summer one. this was the summer one 24th of may august maybe september no still technically summer isn't it october october that seems like yeah that's like uh, and then they might do one in like february we'll find out it's on their instagram they're at hun northeast so you yes. can check them out and figure out when the next one is as always links everywhere on yes. our socials and on the blog posts that we post on our website at hey what's good dot com com. paid for that domain paid the pittance for that domain the pittance at the time it's all we have now (laughs) whoa the progression is unreal and nothing has changed (laughs) um but yeah that kind of like concludes the the middlesbrough arts trail that went on it was mint um, it was hope they do more of this sort of stuff i love the coordination and i'd even just like more places in town to do it as well yeah because if just like three art venues kind of combined and made it wasn't like a trail it was just that they'd staggered all of the events so they kind of started and finished and they were in like walking distance yeah and it was all on at the same times so it was so it was easier mm. i think to get more people in because it meant if one person was going to one of them they were probably going to go to all three yeah pretty much so it was a good and idea yeah. i like it executed well yeah wish i like had an I think we should just stayed, yeah. I know. <laughs> but Next we were so time. tired, Neil. We wouldn't yeah. have enjoyed it. <laughs> but I'm not going to cop out. I'm going to give you the looking forward to Hun. Okay. And what I'm looking forward to is that my granddad, who lives in Spain, oh. is coming to the country. Yeah. Don't know for how long, probably just a few days. But I'm excited to see him. Oh, lovely. And I'm excited to go on a meal, like a family meal with him, because that's like mm. tradition. It's what we always do. Cute. Yeah. Nice. Do you go for like Spanish food or is he sick of that? Do you go for like. Has, but he's veggie like me. So Ooh. we always go places I like. Okay, concept. Because mm-hmm. I don't know how often he'd get Sunday dinner in Spain. 
Grumpy Panda now do Sunday dinners on Sundays. Ooh. Grumpy Panda, for anyone who doesn't know, is a vegan diner in Gateshead, and it's amazing. You should check it out. One of my favorites. It's just so nice. The burgers are lovely. And macaroni and cheese, oh my God. Okay, so if you go, <laughs> get a burger, but topped with macaroni and cheese, it's the nicest thing ever. I want that right now. Tough. Yeah. We've got things to do after this, <laughs> but <laughs> also it'll probably be closed soon. What time is it? Yeah, it closes in like 40 minutes. My God, it's half past seven. Okay, cool. All right, so thanks for listening. Thank you so much. If you want to catch up with us wherever you are, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Hey Art What's at Hey Art What's Good. You can. And I think we mentioned the website, heyartwhatsgood.com. Send me an email, heyartwhatsgood at gmail.com. I'll see you in person. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like we should start mentioning that we do release an episode every Saturday and you can find us on Spotify in Yes, we're on Spotify, yeah. SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, and I'm feeling another one, iTunes. There we go. That yes. big conglomerate. Oh, yeah. That one. <laughs> and then also like on random like streaming things that just have the RSS thing, so I didn't have to do anything. So that's yeah. nice. So like, let's try and be like professional and say that. Yeah. And I'm just going to like let the listeners know that's because a few people have asked us when we upload oh, yeah. and how often and where to find this. So it's that. literally every week and it has been every week since the 7th of july 2018 oh it's our birthday soon Ooh, Ooh. You're sorry. in fact when this comes out it might be next week it might be oh god what <gasps> right okay next week's our birthday no well wait a minute i'm gonna check the calendar just so i we think can, it is just so we can say with authority <gasps> one two three no oh two weeks all right. Well, it's our weeks. birthday soon. And we'll go on and on about it all over the place. Probably will. Yes. So see you there. Also, but also before then. So. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>